How so? He should have kept his kid upstairs. Um, he brought his son. He brought their son in the middle of it. He was but, but, using their child as a. Um, uh, and I understand, and it may be the only thing that kind of snaps her out of these yeah. episodes. Um, but that's abuse, and that's traumatizing to that child to put that that little boy in the middle of this incident. Nicole, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Augler Lavoy. You said that's French Canadian. Yes. I, I, I'm not the first person to tell you that they couldn't. Do people have a problem pronouncing your name when they meet you? <laughs> always, always. I think I've only met maybe three people that could pronounce it like on the first try. Oh. In my entire life. Augla Lavoie. You got the French Auger. way. Auger? Lavoie. Lavoie. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Um, at least you know, you know, if, they get, if they're going to mess it up, they're going to really mess it up. You know? <laughs> Always. <laughs> now, listen, you know what? I, I am happy that you're here today. You know? Because they, I got so many questions and it's it's refreshing to have someone here who have an understanding, not only from a civilian, but from a law enforcement point of view. And we've talked before, man. We've talked before. Yes. And um, but before we even get into this conversation, how you doing, man? How 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 is life? I mean, it, uh, things have, um, I guess, done a complete 180, but man, life is great. Um, I enjoy everything now. Um, I have fallen back in love with myself. I've fallen in love with outside and traveling and foods and just everything is great. I have no complaints. How, how do someone fall in fall out of love with themselves? Um, I've, I never learned how to love myself as a kid. Um, I always criticize myself and, and I wasn't, you know, I didn't grow up in a family that, um, that really showed affection. I grew up in a broken home. You know, I, my, I lived with my dad homeless for a little while. And then, uh, my mom brought us here to Tennessee back in like 98 and 
I mean, she worked night shift. I pretty much just didn't have that, that, that growing up type of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like I didn't have just the love that the typical family has, you know? And, uh, so I never learned how to love myself or, um, really anybody else for that matter. And then of course, when I had my kids that loving somebody else has changed, but I still never loved myself. Like I always criticized myself. I, I had probably the lowest self-confidence in, in that a person could have ever, you know, I just started making the changes for me. Um, you know, if, if anybody that keeps up with me on social media, like I don't hide what I do. Um, I don't hide what I'm choosing to change about myself in order to, to make myself happy again. Right. Um, you know, that's like the, the breast augmentation, you know, I've been straightforward with that. Um, I just had lipo and a BBL. Um, I've been very upfront with that. Just, just for me, those are small things that I can fix on the outside for me to be more comfortable on the inside. Right. Um, and that's my way of falling back in love with myself or falling in love with myself. Did you always want to be a police officer or, or, or absolutely not prior to this situation? Absolutely not. Um, I actually worked in the medical field and I always grew up saying that I was going to be a Navy nurse. And in 2000, let's say 2005, right between 2005 and 2006, I joined the Navy. I enlisted. Um, and then right before I was about to leave for basic, I ended up pregnant. So I was, I was discharged. Um, and then I just, and at that time that was my third pregnancy. So I was like, you know, I need to focus on being a mom. I need to just focus on raising my kids. So I stayed in the medical field as a uh, certified nurse assistant and I worked nursing homes, hospitals, um, I worked at a chiropractor's office one point, just here and there. And I still had, I always had those hopes and those dreams of, of going military, but it was never, it was never in my cards then. And so, you know, I, I stuck it out with the medical and then, um, I was a stay at home mom gosh, for the longest time. And then when my youngest daughter uh, started uh, kindergarten, I at the time told my husband, I was like, I need to, I need to have a career. And this what, is the a, career a police, that I'm choosing. A police officer, Nick? A police officer? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was because it was around the same time that we were going through all of this stuff with, gotcha. um, with our girls. And like I said, nobody, nobody wanted to listen. Nobody wanted to take us serious. Nobody wanted to, to hear our girls out. And it made me think, you know, there's other kids out there. There's other people out there Mm -hmm. that, that need a voice. And, and I have a pretty loud one. You know, being a police officer is a very demanding job. Right. Uh, probably more demanding than the medical field that you were coming from. 
even being a, I mean, and I'm not saying being a stay at home mom is, is an easy job, right? It's not because you're dealing with kids every single day yelling, Hey, this person want this, this person is fighting. They're not right. getting along. You know, there's a lot of things you're dealing with, you're multitasking, but when the big, when you put on a uniform and you take that out, uh, you're dealing with a lot more than what you traditionally would be dealing with in a, in a normal life. And sometimes the clock don't turn off when you get off. Right. What was right. your first day on the job? Like, um, it was hectic. Do you remember? Um, yeah. So the, I, I was actually, I started out as a deputy and, uh, that was, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> so we were not allowed to take them cars at first. Well, we were, we were able to take our vehicles home, but we were not able to drive them um, during our first phase of mm -hmm. FTO, which is, you know, field training. And uh, on my, on my very first day, I had met with my FTO and, you know, got in his car and it wasn't, it wasn't so much crazy hectic, but it was a lot of stuff being thrown at you of like, okay, this is what you have to learn. This is what you have to study. This is what, you know, you have to learn how to work all of your equipment. Um, it was, it was interesting. Um, and it was a lot to digest. And then of course, you know, with, if you have a good FTO program, you have that time to learn, um, the, the job really. Um, and, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, I took it one day at a time. There was times where I was like, I can't do this. You know, <laughs> even, even in the academy, I was like, I can't do this. And I luckily had an amazing support system that was like, Hey, you know, I'm not letting you back in the house. So you're, you either go back to base or go back to, um, uh, the academy or you have nowhere to go. Right. So <laughs> that was the, the push and shove of completing, you know, the academy. And then that was also the, what pushed me to stay in law enforcement. Um, because it's, it's a very demanding job and right. it's a, you don't, you don't just, people say, Oh, you leave the job at your leave work at work and your home life at home life. But it's not that easy, especially as an officer, um, because of the, some of the things that you see and some of the things that you deal with. You take that home. You know, there's times where you put yourself in situations that you're dealing with, which is one of the worst things that you could ever do. But it it honestly happens naturally, you know, and especially when you're dealing with any situation with a child, you're like and, and you have kids and you're like, oh, my gosh, this could be my kid or my kid could be going through this. And so it, it's hard. Aside from that being hard and being a parent, you know, see, I, I know you, we, we've talked, right. Mm -hmm. And some people, and maybe you can speak to this. Some people feel the way, feel how they feel about law enforcement officer. Right. And then right. when something happens, they call 911 and they want you to show up right away. Okay. Right. You show up to, and you don't really know what you're showing up to. You just get a call and say, Hey, this is what's happening. Now, 
some situation are maybe life and death, right? And then you have to show up to the situation and then use compassion, right? And one of the right. one of the conversation me you were talking about is that the mental health situation. You said kids. I mean, you experienced this firsthand dealing with your own kids and what they've gone through. Then you know, coming from the medical field, right? So where you had a different type of training, which maybe give you an advantage over, you know, other officers who don't come with that background. Now, this is something you deal with every single day. Uh, right. You don't know. And as I said previously, you don't know what you're going to and what the call is. And you, you got to figure out at a snap second what this person kind of like diagnosing what this person is dealing with. Um, are they having a mental breakdown? When you saw this video on social media, what was your what was your reaction? Uh, immediately, it was she was having a, a mental episode. Um, my first instinct was psychosis. Um, just the way that that she was accusing him of taking documents, taking uh, a computer, I heard. Um, just, you can tell, okay, you can tell the difference between a drug addict or a typical Karen, as, as the they call it. Right. And somebody having mental issues. And clearly, this, this woman is having a mental breakdown. Clearly. Um, you can see the signs by the way that she's talking. You can, you can see it in her eyes. Um, you can, it, it's just, it's a sad situation all the way around. Honestly. Do you, I mean, you're in Tennessee. This happened in Dallas, I believe, right? Uh, you see this happening. Yeah. It's not your jurisdiction. Um, you, but I'm sure you're looking at this on social media like, you know, you want to just grab the screen or be there and maybe handle it differently. But obviously, you know, like many of us, we just got to watch and see how it all plays out. My thing is, why did it go on for so long before the police was called? Because, and I mean, I don't know, I guess the guy, to his defense, I guess he recorded it to protect himself, I, I guess, if it's his neighbor. See, no, I feel like today's day and age, everybody's first response is to grab their phone and start recording because they want to go viral or they want to make some kind of money off of somebody else's problems. And that is honestly today's society. Every single, every single incident I have ever seen, everybody's quick to grab that cell phone because they want to start recording. They want to start taking pictures. Um, I feel like the reason why it went on for so long is almost as if he, he's not, well, for one, he's not showing any compassion to this woman. Um, I understand he's being accused of breaking and entering. I watched, I went on YouTube and I watched the entire video. Um, I understand he's being accused. I understand. I understand his his point of view. Okay. Gotcha. But at the same time, this you can tell this woman has had an episode before. 
Um, so I feel like all of the neighbors kind of already know what to expect from her or not, not necessarily expect, but ex you know, I guess to expect what could possibly happen again, because like I said, this has happened before. You can tell by the husband's reaction. You can tell by her son's reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel as if he almost antagonized to keep it going. I, I was, I was, I was kind of thinking the same thing, right? Because okay, my neighbor is is out of control. Uh, one, I would probably get the husband involved. The husband is there. I don't know if I, I probably would have recorded a little bit of it, you know, to document it. But I don't think I would have released it, you know. It's one thing to document things. Listen, we all record things, right? Even me. And then I, I have to catch myself. Do I really want to highlight someone's misery? Right. And that's and that's where I I lost the disconnect with with the whole recording. But let me play a clip. Uh, we'll come back and we'll talk. Let, let me play a clip and we'll come back. We'll talk. Okay done which is enter our home while I'm, we are sleeping what enter our, our home while we are sleeping bro i don't with a four-year-old child in our bed how could i and do that come and sneak into my file folder so organized what are you talking and about you have replaced them no i don't have i am not phone. going to leave until you put bro, them in my hand i don't have right phones, now bro. call Nine one one. Somebody call nine one one. This is a no, no. I don't have your forms, ma'am. Yes, please. You do. No, I don't. Stop it! Stop it! You don't know what you're doing. He is an undercover agent, just like I said. I'm he not an undercover working. agent. Yes, you are. Call. Why are you not calling? Clearly, she's having a problem, right? Clearly. The police should have been called Clearly. ASAP. So here's here's where I'm going to say I feel like he's antagonized because when the husband came and got her back up against the other the other side, mm -hmm. right then and there, he should have shut that door. Just like that. He could have shut that door, but instead And it probably would have ended, it right? Open for her. It would not have ended because she would have been beating and banging on his door, but he could have locked it. And then at that point called the police. Gotcha. And it would have been done and over with. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I would rather have somebody beating and banging on my door than to see somebody go through this. Your law enforcement hat. You, you show up to a call like this. I mean, Obviously, you're going to have your other colleagues there with you. How do you handle this? Because you can't, you can't lock her up, right? Well, if she's a threat to, if she's, basically, it's, it's a safety thing. Um, if she is a threat to herself or to others, then absolutely you have to restrainer um but the first things first you know you have to you have to show on scene show up on scene with compassion you know 
And and I am sure, I am sure that I can almost guarantee this woman has had an episode before where the police have had to been called. So so you're saying records like nine one one records correct. of this instance. Okay, gotcha. Correct. So they all they if anybody would have called nine one one and pulled up, you know, hey, my emergency's here at this address. It's going to red flag in systems of mm. her having these issues, um, her having it. I honestly feel like it's psychosis. Um, and, and I may be wrong. I don't specialize in mental health disorders, but that's to me, that's kind of where it's leading because she is thinking that this stuff is really happening. Um, and I, and I took two semesters of psychology and that 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 is nothing compared to what some of these other you know uh, therapists and stuff have taken. Um, so again, I I can't diagnose her by watching a video, but that's that's just my intake, and that's how I would have came on scene. Um, but a lot of times, you know, when us as officers, when we get dispatched to calls, um, especially a call like these, it's. Um, okay, is there any history at this residence? And it instantly flags of, yes, we've had these issues. And 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 let's 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 play devil's advocate. Let's right. say she's never had an episode. You know, let's say there's no history, only because her husband has kept her contained. Now, her husband does show, like I said, that there, this has been ongoing. Um, you know, the fact that he's threatening to lose her son. Um, that tells me that that could be what he has said in the past to get her to kind of like snap out of it, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, but let's say, you know, she's never had an episode, but still you go on scene with compassion and you automatically, you know, you see this and you're like, okay, something's wrong. Let's get to the bottom of it. You know, and you speak to her. Okay. And and that's another thing is like, he wouldn't let her speak. I know he's being accused, but when you're in that kind of situation, you remain calm and you listen, you know, like, okay, tell me what's going on. But, th and of course I'm a female. So my take is going to be much different than a male or a male officer. Um, because when females show up on scene, we, we tend to do, we tend to show more compassion. Um, and that's just women in nature. So first things first is, you know, pull her to the side. Okay. Let's speak. You know, let's come over here. Let's talk. And I've had to do that before. You know, I've had to pull somebody to the side away from the whole situation and be like, you know, okay, tell me what's going on. That's the big thing is, let them tell you how they feel. Let them tell you what's going on. Let them explain and tell their story. Gotcha. You know, and if if she's feeling like this is what's happened, you know, and I'm not saying by any means that this man has done anything wrong at all. But if she's saying that this happened, I mean, why why not why not try to prove to her that either a this didn't really happen or b this may have happened and we need to look further into it 
you know, she's saying that he took documents, took computers. If this stuff is missing or she has video of somebody entering the home, you know, it's then we go another route. You you said but, something, you said something to me today <laughs> that I'm going to steal from you. You said uh you said prove it or drop it with the affirmative. Mhm. <laughs> Is that what you always That's say right. when you get when you get on scene when you when you talk to say, hey, listen, did you prove it or drop it? I'm not going to waste my time. Well, no, because I'm I'm one of those officers that's like, I'll help you prove it, or well, I'll help you prove that somebody's guilty, or I'm going to help you prove their innocence. Gotcha. I am split right down the middle until I can gauge which way I'm going to go. You know, and, and a lot of that is you either prove it or you don't. Right. I want to play, I want to play a clip from the police officer, uh, showing up on scene and, um, we'll come back. We'll come back and talk because this part here, it was hard for me listening to it. Right. I understand what I understand everything that's going on and the accusation that she's making, but it was difficult for me to, to listen to because of the child that was involved. So let me play the clip. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk. Okay. Let go of this. Let go of this. Oh my God. Oh my God. You are so breaking the law. You're breaking the law all over again. Oh my God. No. No. Yeah. No. No, because no. No. My baby. You weren't thinking about that when you were inside my house. No. No. Let me. Grab the ankle. Grab the ankle. Grab the ankle. No, no, no. I'm just... I want my baby now. I want my baby. Where's the blood coming from? I have no idea. She's probably standing up. She broke this, so she probably stepped on it. Yeah, oh, it came out of her hand. It's her hand. It's her hand. It's her hand. Stop it. She lives here? No, she lives upstairs. She swears I'm a CIA agent or something. I need a lawyer. I don't. I need a lawyer. You have no right to I talked to him a couple times. They've been letting me use their Wi Fi today. I just your hands. A complete flip. You're not listening to me. Is this recording? I hope this is recording. Because I don't. I'm asking for Ray Gonzalez. Attorney Ray Gonzalez. Yeah. In Tampa, Florida. Attorney Ray Gonzalez. In Tampa, Florida. Please, I need him right now. Or you're breaking the law. I'm not, listen, I'm not, I'm not feeling any of that. All right, here's what, let me give you my take. All right, let me, let me just give you my take. This should have ended a long time ago. The fact that he's got his phone out telling her, you should have thought about this before you enter my home. When she said no, right? I think she kind of realized what's going on. And when she starts screaming for her kid, the recording should have stopped right there and then. This is not a Karen moment. Okay. We know what a Karen moment is. This ain't, this ain't that. 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm a thousand percent. This is not a Karen moment. If you, if you weren't sure what was going on or the, the accusation and the, uh, what she was alleging prior to this moment, this was clearly she, she's having a problem and this shouldn't have, the recording should have stopped. So I'll, I'll let you give me your take. Uh, I've got, I've got some opinions about, about that. Um, the recording should have stopped damn near immediately after he realized, because I'm telling you, she has had episodes before and it may not have been towards him, but she's had episodes. Um, the recording should have stopped pretty much immediately when the first time her husband came down to get her um, because again, he could have closed the door. But if you notice, even towards the end of the video, he was like cracking his door to record her and mm, even right. record her being, you know, wheeled out. That was wrong. That was wrong on a lot of different levels there. Um, I understand the husband was being fed up. You know, he, you can tell he's fed up. He, I believe he's even said he's fed up with it. Um, and, but, and I feel bad for him, but the husband was wrong also. How, how, because how so? How so? He should have kept his kid upstairs. Um, he brought his son, he brought their son in the middle of it. He was using their child as a, um, uh, and I understand, and it may be the only thing that kind of snaps her out of these episodes, um, but that's abuse and that's traumatizing to that child to put that, that little boy in the middle of this incident. Um, let me ask you this then. Okay. Hold, hold that thought. What if? What if the child has witnessed this in private before? I, I feel like he has, but we don't see what's behind closed doors. Okay. Unfortunately. Right. Got you. So I can't judge off of that. But even if it, even if it has happened, um, I feel like it's a... It's not a it's not a lack of parenting by any means um, because I understand you know mental mental disorders it's it's not it's not a choice it and you can't necessarily help it but you can do things to prevent these episodes they have uh, medications and I believe. I, I can't recall this one specifically. I watch a lot of different videos, but I believe the husband said something about her not being on her medication. Mm. And, it, okay. and it could be a different, it could have been a different uh, video that I had watched, but I, I, I thought it was this one. Um, but even so, it, this wasn't the first episode with her. And that being said, the, they both should have done better. Both parents should have done better. Um, she could have been making sure that she takes her medicine. 
um, the husband should have been making sure that she takes her medicine. And there's there's routines. And I understand people don't like take medicine. I mean, hell, I'm one of those people that that doesn't like to take medicine. But at the same time, I'm going to do what I can to prevent my child from going through the torture that that little boy went through. That is torturous on a kid to see his mom bleeding like that, um, being arrested and restrained. And that to me is is. It's just putting your kid in an adult situation. Okay. You're speaking from a law enforcement point of view, and it might be uh, helpful to both of us to have the criminal attorney come on as well as the civil attorney, because we all know what happened there. It's one thing right. to see the episode take place it's another thing to record that episode because this lives forever now. Okay. Can it, I mean, I guess this will be a, a question for, for William. Can this be what, what's the legal and civil implication because of the trauma that the child has experienced at the hands of someone who recorded the video knowing that, okay, we got 30 minutes of this video that has been put into the world. You use the word antagonize. Mm -hmm. We, I don't, I don't, how do you, how do we fix this? Because I, I want to play another video for you. I don't think you've seen it yet, but I, I want to set it up for you. Uh, and I, you know what, let me, let me play this. Let me put this up as well. When I reached out to the to the gentleman in regards to an interview, and I really wanted to, to have a conversation, I said, like, yo, what happened? How did this happen? What did took place? How did we get to this point? Okay, we get it. Something happened. You're being accused. You record. But once you see someone is slippering and going down, you, you want to stop it, right? You want to, oh, whoa, let me stop. Let You know, you don't want to record someone's, you know, downfall, misery, mental breakdown. At some point, you have to be compassionate to what's going on. The, the okay. guy agreed to the interview. And then he says he wanted to be paid. This is the message he sent to me. Okay. I mean, does that, did he, was this, now I have to ask about his motives recording all these videos. Right. So you've. And, and listen, because clearly it wasn't for his safety. Okay, good. So you're talking from a law enforcement, but when you show up in the scene, you're okay. Someone says, like you know, someone shoots someone. I, I want to use that term, but you're thinking, okay, all right, you're protecting yourself. I get it. Cool. I can I can give you that. Now that the money he's asking for money, can we say he's contribute to? and escalated her mental mental breakdown i feel i feel like I'm not, that I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i don't want to put you in a spot you know i'm just i'm just asking for your opinion yeah. not as a law enforcement officer or you know i'm just saying just in general as me you looking at it you know because now he's asking for money because it's not about right it can't be about you worried about her safety and well not worried about your safety because clearly she's having right an issue 
Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like it. What I feel like, um, he he actually recorded in hopes of going viral or making some kind of money off of it. Um, only for the simple fact is because you don't. If you're gonna record it, right, and you say that it's for your safety or for her safety, or you just want to make sure that you're not being accused anymore. Um, you could have shut it down when her husband first showed up. You, you could have not released but it, But you too. continued. Correct. It's a lot Correct. of videos. Nick, this is a lot of videos. In, it's a lot of videos. Yeah, Nick. he he antagonized. Um, he kept it going. He kept arguing with her. And I, under, I understand about as far as arguing with her because he was being accused of something that he says that he didn't do. And I, I won't get into the whole, do I believe he did it? Do I, you know, do I believe right. that she's just making this stuff up? Because I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm not the responding officer. Um, but to then put these videos out there. And I remember him saying, uh, posting a comment about, you know, him having his legal team because you're still using one of his videos. And I laughed. I, I did the exact same thing. You don't, you don't, you don't this, this, this comment right here. <laughs> yes. That comment right there. And I laughed because he put it out there for the world to see. But now because he's not getting paid for it. Now he wants to le use his legal team, but it's already out there. Right. You've already published it. You've already put it out there. Um, but it falls but on now the, because it falls you're not on getting fair, paid it for it. It falls on a fair use though. It falls on a fair yes. use. Yes. Yep. And you know, and honestly, it, and, and it's, it may be like comparing apples to oranges right here, but that's almost as if, I put my pictures out on Instagram and there's fake accounts that snatch my pictures, mm -hmm. make these fake accounts and yet nothing can be done about it because I put those pictures out there. I have uploaded them on the internet and so it's basically me giving everybody the right to, to use my pictures or to see my pictures or, you know, because there's there's no I mean it, it's public, you post it in public and it's all fair game. Again, it might be like comparing apples to oranges, but to me, it's not. I want to I want to show you I want to play a clip, and you haven't you haven't seen this yet. Uh, I don't think you have, but it's a clip of him talking about giving an update, and then recording himself speaking with the husband. Uh, let me play this clip. Hold on, Nick, chill out. Hold on. Let me let me play Ooh. it for you. <laughs> let me no. Let me play it for you before you even have an opinion. Okay. You haven't even seen it yet. It might be a good. Okay. Video. Let me play it first. Let me play. All right. Let me let me let me play the let me um. Let me play the video, and uh, All right. <laughs> you 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 can come back and you can give your opinion. Okay. All right. This is the update. On my crazy neighbor. I know y'all been wondering what's been going on. Have I talked to him? Have I heard from him? Am I still using the Wi-Fi? Um, and I'm going to go find out today. I actually wanted to give it a little time before I went up there. You know, let things kind of die down a little bit. 
I got some information earlier that uh, my, my neighbor wanted to actually apologize, but he was so embarrassed and he didn't know how to. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm done waiting to find out. So I'm going to go find out. So let's go find out. <laughs> Guy set up the camera. <laughs> To me, that's that's all for show. Um, show showed up, set the camera up before um, knocked on the door. I mean, if you if you're really compassionate and really concerned, you're not recording the conversation. And not about being going viral or giving people updates on other people's issues. Here's here's my thing. Okay, for one. He knew these people well enough for these people to let allow him to use their Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, how did I know you weren't going to go there with that? Okay. That's for one. For two, I'm pretty sure the kid was like, oh, hi. And he was chatting up a storm. And to me, that says... The kid has interacted with this man before. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and he may and he again, he may not have. This is just my take on what shows in the video. He may not have. Let's say he hasn't. Okay? But he still knows these neighbors well enough to know their damn Wi-Fi password. Which means he has talked to them. You know, unless he hacked into their Wi-Fi, I mean, that's possible. But let's not put any more speculation out there no, but on, he, he on said, this. He, he did say that they allow him to use it, use their Wi-Fi. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, it's 2023, Nick. I mean, I don't think Internet is that expensive. Right? Correct. Okay. Well, as you say, you probably... You know, you probably got to know someone pretty good in order to ask them for their Wi-Fi and then for them to give you the Wi-Fi password. So you're yeah, you're, because I'm telling you right now, I've lived in my house this this current house. Okay, so uh, the, our can, last can I interview, use your Wi-Fi? I was, can I can I use your Wi-Fi? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I have 
I have enough electronics and devices on mine, okay? So, I, since our last interview, I've gotten divorced, of course. So, I have moved and I have my own place. Um, I've been here since January. Mm-hmm. And so, six months. And I've not even talked to my neighbors, but saying hi in passing. Um, and I would not let any of my neighbors use my password. Or my Wi-Fi. My previous house. Right. I was there for five years. And I would still not let anybody use my Wi-Fi. I wouldn't do it. I would not be giving anybody my passwords for nothing. He. They're on a first. They're on a first name basis. They know each other. Right. So which. Mm-hmm. We get we get back to where we we started. Why would you do this to her? And then go right. up to the to the. Oh, to the and that reminds me. And that reminds me. Um, in one part of his video that was uploaded on YouTube, the one that I watched, the full video, um, the woman mentioned something about speaking to him the day before, and he even made the comment said, "No, it was the it was two days ago or or something like that." Oh, correcting her. So, correct. So, there, I'm telling you, like, let me ask he you, knew her. Let me, let me ask you this. Put on your law enforcement hat for a minute, right? We understand that her behavior probably, you know, distract, take away from what's really going on. What if he really right. did go into this woman's apartment and, and, you know, if he went up there to use the Wi-Fi, she assuming that he came in and he took documents. There were no, there really was no investigation in regards to the documents, right? She's just making this allegation. Right. But what if he really did? And we just saying, what right. if? What if? Right? Does is she really gonna? Do people really act up like that without any? Because listen, in order to tell a lie, you have to you have to know some truth, right? Well, and not unless it's it is strictly a mental breakdown. Um, we're or, saying or we're psychosis. saying we're saying mental breakdown, right? Right. That's right. what we're saying. But I am just saying, if you are comfortable to get the Wi-Fi password, you're okay, comfortable and, enough to go inside their house. Right. So I'm just I'm just asking. You know, I'm just we don't know if he did or not. It just. Right. Is the, it can they again be, can, speculating? Can, right, but I'm saying, can they be any true to what she's saying, even just a little bit? I mean, honestly, there it very well could be. Okay. It could be, um, and but we will never know um, because it. And this kind of falls back on the officers. It doesn't, and I don't know because it doesn't show anything further after they took her down. Um, but as far as we are showed, the officers did not investigate. I understand the the first thing that they did was get her under control. Right. Here, right here in this video, it shows the officer getting because she's a she's a threat right now. She's got I mean she could stab anybody with that, and I'm not saying she would, but she's, she's not really. A she's threat, got though. blood she's all just, over her. She's just. You know, listen. But look from look from an officer standpoint, she has got something sharp in her hand. Right. She's got blood all over that they don't know where it's coming from. So 
So, yes, the very first thing is to detain her. True, true. Um, because that that's honestly the safest thing for everybody involved. That's the safest thing for that man. Uh, I don't I don't know his name, but the man that's being accused in the video, um, that's the safest thing for her, and that's the safest thing for the officer. Um, and all personnel that, that the first responders that did show up. Because you first arrive on scene and you see this woman that's just screaming, hooting and hollering and has something in her hand and blood all over her. What's your first instinct? So I understand, I understand the officer's standpoint on that. Um, but they didn't take it further that we are seeing, you know, that we are showed. They didn't take it further. Hey, listen. I'm telling you. I could I, literally like tear this video apart. <laughs> listen, we, listen. I, I, and again, I, like I was telling you today, I, I don't want to put you on the spot because I mean, it's not your jurisdiction. So we don't, and we don't have all the facts right. as to what what the call. We don't even know why Correct. they were even called, right? Right. But I want to. I right. want to take things on a on a lighter note, right? Um. And I, I got to bring you back for this, but I'm just going to ask you this question. We see all these okay. videos on TikTok. I'm sure you've seen them where people come up to you with their with their phone, camera phone in your in your face. Uh, Officer Nick, what's your badge number? What are you doing? Do you get annoyed at those videos? Um, I don't, <laughs> honestly, because it's on. only happened to me a couple of times. Um, but again, it's it's the the okay here's here's this here's the situation is that if you go in to these calls with level-headedness respect you know i'm gonna treat you like an individual i'm not gonna treat you any different than what i would treat my mom my dad my spouse my kids whatever right. i'm gonna treat you we're we're gonna be on the same level um and I have tend to see, I tend to see that that's the, the easiest approach as to keep things here in a happy medium so that the situation is not escalating. Um, and I'm, and I'm very good with getting a situation that's way up here to come down. Mm -hmm. And so there's only been gosh I say a couple times but I think it's it was only one time where I was being recorded and and I was like okay that's fine I'm still gonna treat you the same way as what I typically would um you know and and a lot of officers do get tired of it but I feel like they get tired of it because it's a constant thing for them first amendment right so, constitutional right that's what they, they scream Right. But you're you're at Starbucks or you're at, you know, in your grocery store running, maybe getting something to eat. Someone comes up to you, filming you in your patrol car. You're on break. What are you doing? What's your badge number? Who's your supervisor? I, I, I see it on TikTok and I'm like, I personally don't want to be annoyed when I'm on break or if I'm chilling, right. someone put a camera in my face. But you being a police officer, they feel like. Give me your badge number. What's your name? It gotta be annoying. Come on. You gotta be annoying. You're like I don't 
I just, have the patience of a saint. <laughs> you just I off. have the patience of a saint. So I um I'll engage with them. I'm I'm Officer Argo Lavoy and I work with such and such department. Right. Um I'm not obligated to give my badge number. I'm not obligated You aren't? To to No. No, we are not problem. obligated to give our badge number. But I mean, they make it seem like it was. Listen, I don't know this type of stuff. It's not. It's not the yeah. area of legal that I'm familiar with. You know, but they're screaming constitutional well, rights and you know First Amendment speech, and they're working on a yeah. investigative journalism. So they walking into public places and filming. Hey, listen, I don't. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess they're right. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it depending on your department where you work i mean they may require it in your bylaws but like the departments that i've worked at i've i've not had to give my badge number um but again if it's really i'm in the country so i don't have to deal with a lot of the stuff that the city folk have to deal with honestly gotcha gotcha now tell me this you got some pictures on the net, you know, you're doing your two steps with the modeling. What's going on with the modeling? Is this, is this, are you setting the modeling up for the fallback when you walk away from law enforcement, you're done? No, um, actually, <laughs> um, it's kind of a twist right here. So the, the policing, I actually gave it up full time in order to model back in March. Okay. And um, I am now currently, the, the modeling's going great. Um, I've had a ton of success. Um, I've been in some small gigs uh, here and there. I've done a ton of shoots. I'm actually going for the sports illustrated swimsuit edition um i will be trying for maxim cover magazine Uh, there's there's a lot but i am actually looking at to enlist into the air force um the beginning of the year are you serious and yeah and i want to go i want to go paralegal what are you going to do Uh, mp no i want to go paralegal Paralegal. Um, I, yep, yeah, and then uh, eventually I want to work my way to to be either a civilian lawyer or a JAG. Am I going to see you running for public office anytime soon? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's not an ambition because I, because you know that's how no. it starts, right? It starts with okay, you building up your resume. Working as law law enforcement. Now you going into Air Force, lawyer, public office. That's how it. That's how it all starts. <laughs> no, I um I stay out of politics as best as I can, and I know working as an officer or even in the Air Force, that's not necessarily impossible possible type situation. Right. Um, but I I tend to stay out of the politics as much as possible because i feel like it it just it ruins people um i'm just not one of those that's gonna sit down and keep her mouth shut so you're going to the air force it seems like you already got your mind made up this yes this this is a done deal 
all right, you're going to have to come back and kick it with me. We want to, I want to talk about that, but there's other things that's happening on social media that I love to get your reaction on. But aside from that, you know, what can we expect from you in the next six months? Uh, you know, um, I've been in a couple movies. It's, mm -hmm. uh, they're just small roles, background work, but I'm super proud of it because I put myself out there. Um, I honestly, I don't know because I take everything day by day and I just, I welcome the positivity and I kind of let the, the universe decide on, you know, where, where it's going to take me. Um, I'm going to try to do a lot more traveling. Um, and for, for those who actually don't listen or don't know, I, I, I've had to, to say this numerous of times, numerous of times, um, I have, I do have custody of all of my children and they do travel with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think I'm gonna keep getting the kids out there and just experiencing life. Would you get remarried? No. Why not? No, um, uh, gosh, I've had, I've, I've had some, um, some opportunities to, to even just date, <laughs> to even just date. And I, my automatic response is, you know, while I appreciate the gesture, um, I'm just not in the dating pool. Um, I'm focused on myself. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, man, I'm loving, I'm loving this. And it's not even about the single life because I don't do all of that. I focus on myself, my work, my kids, my grandson. Um, it's just, it's beautiful right now. And why would I mess that up? Wonderful. Nicole Angelo. Angeli? Auger Lavoy. Auger Lavoy. <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah. Auger Lavoy. Yep. You're going to eventually get it. I will get it. Nick, it was a pleasure having <laughs> you here. Um, I enjoyed the conversation. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. Um, I'd love to have sure. you back. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Will do. You take care. You too.